I have been um, bugging Zev Press, who was joining me today, to join me on this episode for quite a while. And I finally broke him down. And he has uh, he is here. Zev Press is um, officially site foreman um, for Jazz Build. Is it Jazz Build? Jazz Building Group, yeah. Awesome. Um, but as we were just discussing, you wear many hats. So welcome. Thank you for having me. <laughs> You're welcome. It's... <laughs> I feel like my husband's missing. (laughs) (laughs) Full disclosure, uh, my husband and Zev are very good friends. Brothers from another mother, but yes. yes. But then Helen would feel left out. So now I feel like it could just be a a dinner party. Anyway, we'll get back to the episode. (laughs) I have wanted Zev to be on for a while because I, um, so much of, of my business is, um, obviously the building of a home, how it's built, but also renovation. So I go through homes all the time that are not brand new, that need work. And clients will ask me, well, how much would that cost? Or is that a big deal? Or is that a big renovation? Or was that built well? Usually the answer is no. Um, and I have started to say that um, I used to quote people all the time, roundabout, like just knowledge of, of been doing it so long. And ever since COVID, I say, I won't tell you, like, I will not even guess anymore because I once told a client, I can't remember how much it was to take popcorn off the ceiling. Remember I called you yeah. about it and I was like, oh, I don't remember what I said to them. And I got a quote back for $18,000, yeah. one floor yeah. to have popcorn ceiling removed from um, a home in Beverly Glen. Um Anyway, so uh, I am excited to hear what you have seen, what you are seeing. But I think a lot of people are interested to know, like, you know, when should I renovate? When should I not renovate? So I'm going to stop talking and ask you some questions. But what would you say is the biggest mistake? Let's start renovations first. What would you say is the biggest mistake clients make when looking at renovations or making a decision to make a renovation? Or do a renovation. I can't speak again today. Right. Yeah. It's all good. Uh, right. So uh, thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's, there's you know, clients are really the, the number one is, is cost. Like everybody wants to know cost. And everybody's financial situations are all different. Right. Their expenses are different. Yeah. But no matter the size of the job, they're, they're wondering what's the cost. How many times have I got to call Zev? How much is it going to cost me to renovate my bathroom? How much? Is I it don't cost? know. Well, also like what Constant. fixture? I know, I know. Constant. I'll be like, can you give me a ballpark of what it costs to do a bathroom now? Okay. And you're like, Rachel, right? No, I can't. <laughs> How big is the bathroom? Where's the bathroom? What kind of fixtures do they want? Exactly. What? So, so like, um, cost <laughs> is sometimes clients kind of shoot themselves in the foot because they kind of have this idea, but they hear it from somebody else here and there, and they don't really. Like and by the way, down. spoiler alert, it's always lower than it should be. <laughs> yeah, 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 way lower. Um, but they don't like do their research. Right. And talking to multiple builders or multiple general contractors. Really? They don't do it. And Really? Yeah. And what happens is a lot of the time they'll get, um, they'll shoot themselves in the foot and they'll just say, oh, I can't do it. But Because they, they got one quote it. and then they're like, I can't do it. And that's it, right? So like, why not like take the effort and the time? to go and find out from multiple people, you know, you might have a really low quote, you might have a really high quote. Well, then it's probably somewhere in the middle. 
I was just going to say, what's the advice out there? Like, if, and I've heard that also, like I had a client the other day who said to me, we need to get the roof done. You know, who do you recommend? We have two other references. So I gave them my guy. I said, whatever he gives you, I trust him. Um, I can't speak to the other people that you have. And they told me they got three significantly different costs. And, you know, that's, I think, one of the biggest challenge and hindrance for people. And I've been in the same situation where you're like, well, what's the right decision? Like, two highs, like the highest one, is that the right one? Is that the one where I'm going to get it done properly? Is the one the low one? Or am I getting ripped off? Right, exactly. And everybody's kind of scared about that. Right, or do I go with the low one and am I getting a good value or am I going to have a shitty job yeah, then, yeah. right? Right, exactly. So at the end of the day, the the, build, the builder, the general contractor, he trusts his trades. Um, he knows they will do a great job. And he or she also knows that if there's a problem, he can get that guy back to come and fix. So with regards to the cost, if if a roofer says, listen, I need this this roof done, my roofer is going to give me a price. I'm giving it directly to you. Right. I'm not changing it. I'm not doing anything. So we, when we when we quote a job mm-hmm. and we're giving a set of plans, we will actually go through our list, our 100 line item list, and send that list out to all of our trades <laughs> saying, roofer, I need a price. Electrician, boom, boom, boom. Right. And we... We fill out that sheet and we give it to, to our client. Say, right. listen, this is the this is the cost. It's I, you want to see an email thread? I can show you an email thread. I'm I'm giving you what we've been quoted. So there's no change in the number. Right, and you will show them a line item. Yeah, line. Do you know, by the way, you know how many contractors or builders do not do line items who are like, I'm not doing it. Yeah, it's. I, I'm like. Mm. Yeah, right. I, I mean, I'm not disparaging anyone. I, like, I feel like I put that disclaimer on all the time. But like, really, if your builder is not willing to give you a line item, I, I would run for the hills. But yeah. that's just my personal opinion. Transparency mm-hmm. is key. Um, being transparent and... And I don't care what their excuse is. I don't. Right, right, right. Well, like, you know, uh, be transparent with the client. The communication is open. And, you know, you go from there. If the job is too expensive maybe it's too big okay tail it down a bit maybe right. you're not going to do a kitchen and a bathroom maybe you just do your kitchen or you know something it's like a very that. good point i think and i always tell clients this also like what whatever you're going to do do it well right so i would rather see a client like they're like well if we're going to do it should we do it with three bedrooms or two bedrooms i'm like i'd rather see you do two really good bedrooms than a third bedroom that's a closet that's not usable right like so same thing is that you know don't do a kitchen half fast so you can do them like the principal bathroom ensuite also do one at a time challenges as we know and I say this to clients all the time when they're asking me this like well how much would the kitchen cost and I'm like it's actually not the kitchen it's the floor it's one of the reasons why I haven't done my kitchen to date I mean so now you have the kitchen then you have to do the flooring because you pulled up the island oh and then you've pulled up all your baseboards which means all the like the molding has to change and if you it's like the next thing you know you've basically done everything right so and that's where 30 years of experience from jazz comes into play. Right. Like we'll set all that up and say, listen, this is what you're going to run into. Um, we'll have to coordinate all the trades and get pricing from all those trades. Right. And you'll have a more accurate price, a more accurate quote. Somebody used to tell me that 
back in the day, it was like 300 bucks to renovate and 500 per square foot and 500 bucks to, uh, to build. Now it's people say it's about like 500 bucks to renovate per square foot per living area. Right. It's, it's again, that's a guesstimate. Like, but is it like, that's actually a really question because people have asked me that now, like what's, what would you had so it's so hard to tell and that's why we don't kind of do it we say listen here's our line item pricing it's it's as accurate as it can be right um you know there's 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 things we are going to kind of know what to charge just by you know the years of doing it right you know how much listen if i were to say to you how I have to go get my roof done. You know the size of my house. You could probably say to me, Rach, it should be around this much, right? right exactly. How much is it to like, you want an air conditioner, average size house, you know, whatever. Yes, it's going to cost you about $5,000, $6,000 installed. Right. Fine. Right. But like to actually say, I want to do a kitchen. Could it be $100,000? Could it be $250,000? Like it depends if you have a sub-zero or you have a small, right. Like it's all of that stuff. Right. And paneled, who did... Exactly. And and during the reno of the kitchen, let's keep the kitchen, who knows what we're running into and behind the walls. We can't see what's behind the walls, what's under the floor. Oh, my you know? God. And, and we're, well, it's you, true. you're going to find stuff. And so we kind of say, listen, if you're doing this reno, <laughs> add like 20% of contingency. At least. At the minimum, just in case, because we see it all the time. All well, the especially time. downtown. I had clients who bought this great semi- um, in Little Italy, and we did a home inspection, and there was like knob and tube was removed. It was all good, and they opened up the walls, and guess what they found? <laughs> knob and tube. <laughs> I mean, there's only so much you can like. I'm laughing because it's like ridiculous, but you know you can't. You literally, and it doesn't matter. New house, old, and I'm not saying like a new build, but like new-ish house or a house that's a hundred years old. I mean, there's always going to be stuff. Always, always. You know, it's, it's the the older the house, then you kind of can expect what to find. Yeah, it's just the amount. But yeah. the newer houses, who knows who's gone in and done work? So, oh my so god, and also like who did the work? Was it right. like the uncle that found himself really handy, right. or did they actually have a proper electrician? Right. Or you exactly. know, it all comes back to cost. Oh my god! So <laughs> it, I find that really fascinating that people don't do their due diligence, and, and I say this all the time when when talking to to buyers or sellers, and and having them, um, you know, follow the same rule when getting quotes. Like I think. You know, if you were going to get three quotes for a renovation or a build, you should do the same thing when looking for a real estate agent. And and to know that people actually don't get more than, I mean, I guess everybody's busy and they're just like, you know what, Zev's such a nice guy. We'll just go with Zev. But the reality is, is that go with Zev, but at least go with Zev because you, you know, you met two other people and you know they weren't the right ones. Exactly, exactly. And it would make your life so much easier because they saw that this was not the way to do it and they chose versus not being as educated about how your process um, the other thing that you you touched on, which I found really interesting, is your trades and your way of doing it and the ownership. So I think that's also really interesting because I think there's some people who are like, oh, I'm going to do some of this myself and I'm just going to have, you know, 
Or the other side of it, which I've encountered is when they hire a designer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's interesting. No designers being mentioned. It's, not, no. it's just that like, I've seen it where the designer's like, oh, it was their fault. No, it's her fault. You know? And yeah. there's that a little bit of like, can be finger pointing if yeah. you guys haven't worked together. A hundred percent. It happens. Um, sorry. Um, it, it does. does though. Um, it's personalities. It's yeah, whatever. Yeah. And with regarding the trades. So like with the guys that, the trades that we use, we have some, we have a, we have a relationship, we have more control. So if a homeowner is bringing in their own trade that we've never met, it's great to meet a new trade and we can maybe make a connection and see what's going, listen, if diamond in the rough, maybe it's a great trade and we use that, that trade in the future. Right. But as of that job, um, we don't have as much control and influence. Um, we, right. we still, can communicate, we still communicate with that trade and say, listen, we need you here, blah, 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 blah. Right, um, but if their loyalty is not to you, they right. might just be like, sorry, dude, like I've got somewhere else to be, so I'll be there on Thursday, and you're like, this is not working. Exactly, yeah. but we gotta we gotta work with it, work through it, so uh, um, yeah, it's, it's all doable. No, for sure, I just think um, the des- like when you add in the additional elements, and I think some people don't know, like do I, you know, do I call a designer? Like, yeah. who's my first phone call, right? Like, do right. I call a designer, say, I'm going to renovate, and then they give me the contractors, or do I go to a contractor, it's, and then... It's a great question. So, let's say... Thank de- you. You're welcome. <laughs> Depending <laughs> on the job, uh, let's say we're, we're you need to get a permit, and you're going to do some structural work. So, you need to involve, number one, an architect. And the architect is going to involve an engineer. So uh, the scope of work, um, there's that part of it. Um, a designer, I think, like like anything, like I go to a dentist to fix my teeth. I go to a mechanic to fix say. my car. Like <laughs> yeah. if I don't know how to do that stuff, I'm getting a professional. For sure. Some people have a good eye and have good taste and can, you know, know all the colors and do it all themselves right amazing like you don't necessarily need a a designer um and and we can help with that but to me it's like if you have a designer like that designer knows what to do what colors it's all set up uh we are doing a a very large build in uh, in mississauga and the and the designer has a binder that thick and it is detailed as to where oh, they, you, they are worth the money. They are you have worth the good. money, yeah, yes, for sure. 100%, and can answer every question that comes up. Um, some kind of um, are a little wishy-washy and uh-huh. and, and are more of a, a roadblock than kind of helping progress a little bit. And yeah, for sure. And and as we, we talk about in every profession, there's good ones and there's bad ones. And I think that there's ones that um, it's their way or the highway and there's ones that also want to be more collaborative. But I think from a designer perspective, like, listen, when you are renovating a kitchen, it's important where you put the fridge and the stove and and the sink and all like there is a design perspective to it and there's a way of doing it. Now you could hire kitchen like you can work with a kitchen company let's say that you're doing but do you do a kitchen company do a woodworker do you do like right there's mill workers that do right and then it has to be done by the designer and and so there's so many aspects i mean i always look at it this way people are like well i kind of want to 
I'm not saying people want to cut corners. I think it's very expensive. And I think they think, well, you know what? I'll just cut out the designer, right? I know what I like, right? And the reality is that the percentage of what you're going to pay that designer to work with a contractor, because it's almost like an additional um, project manager overseeing things, Um, not that you can't be involved um, or that you shouldn't be involved. You should be very involved. Um, It's worth the money. It, it it is like the designer the designers have great ideas they know um, they know what to what to basically all that all that sure. stuff they for are sure. they're definitely worth it um, and you know a really good designer will bring you will will sit down with you and just by having a discussion we'll know what your likes and dislikes are yeah and that designer yeah. might when when they're when you're ready you know bring three options one knowing you won't like so in their head yeah okay one is your wish list plus right. and then something one in the middle right. so they kind of like can yeah can guide you the really good well. ones yeah for sure the good ones yeah. i agree with you so knowing that I would not want to quote anything now, what would you say is the biggest change? So before COVID, you know, you had your usual build, everything was fine. COVID um, hits and now we have a massive supply ish- chain issue. There's no wood. Yes. There's no nothing. Nothing. I was one of them that built my fence in my backyard during that. So I'm well aware. I actually think I even built my dock during that because God forbid I should have done it before. Yeah, I, I the dock was also built during COVID. During COVID. Interesting. Anyway, yeah. Uh-huh. Up, up there. Um, so what would you say that um, – so one, has the supply chain issue been rectified? Uh, yes. Yeah, yeah. The, su- the supply chain is – pretty much gone back to normal. Okay. Um, even the cost of material, um, like like during COVID, it dropped and then it skyrocketed like triple, quadruple. And now right, it's- Right, like two by fours were like, yeah. That's, yeah, that's yeah. what, you're right, that's what I judged the pricing on was the price yeah. of a two by four at Home Depot. What I don't it was even like want to think about it. Yeah. $3.28 to like 16 something. Like it was insane. And uh-huh. it's gone, uh-huh. gone down. So yeah. like- uh, <laughs> It's, it's nuts. I, I'd um, like a redo, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. You, yeah. Your doc must have been. Anyways. Um, so, yeah, it, it, it was it was a, a big change. Um, um, it's back to normal. But you know what the amazing thing that I found is? I mean, I because money was basically free, no one thought about it. No. Right? I mean, one of the biggest trends that I saw in real estate was, and I was telling my clients this also, was, you know, let's look for that diamond in the rough where you had good, you had found a house, good bones, yeah. right? And you can you can renovate it on your own over time, and you're not going to pay someone else like the premium for their renovations. And I'm not just talking about flipped homes, right? We're talking about, and now a house that needs work, no one like no one's going after. And it's not, it's not that, so it's interesting. I was suspicious that some of it was, was supply chain. For sure it's because money is so expensive now, but are you seeing more um, builds than renovations? Are you? It's, it's actually a mix of all. Um, I took a drive on Briar Hill from basically Allen Road to, uh, to Young. And it changed. Midtown Toronto. Yeah. yeah. Changes to Sherwood. Uh, yeah. To Mount Pleasant, yeah. and I counted like eighteen uh, builder signs just along Briar Hill, 
and it was a mix of new builds and renovations. So it's 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 still happening for now. It's yeah. it's going to slow down. I think it is slowing down a bit. Yeah, um, um, yeah we'll I just see. wonder it's... like whether this is like those bills that you're seeing are peripheral of things that were started six months ago, a year from ago. It is. Yes. It is. Yes, it is okay. for sure. So, um, 100%. So you would say the delay in your business is how, like ours is almost like ours can screech to a halt in 24 hours, <laughs> yeah. right? Yours has a much longer process. Ours has so. a much longer process. So <laughs> the way the way I look at it is when I talk to uh, demolition companies, oh, okay. guys that go and take down a house, yeah, yeah, yeah. they say they're Thanks, slow. So. We all know what demolition <laughs> <laughs> Yes, demolition. Yeah, yeah. yeah if yeah. they're slow, then everybody's slow. Interesting. Right? Are they slow right now? That's a great question. Yeah. <laughs> they're getting slow. They're getting slow. But it's slowing down. Slowing down. Um, now, listen, that uh, we have jobs coming in the spring. Right. So, and that's because people just want to hold off for whatever reason. Right. Um, so there are... I'm sure other companies have the same that there's stuff down the pipeline. Right. Um, it all it all depends. Yeah. Um, no. And and it, I guess it'll change again if interest rates do start to fall again. Mm-hmm. It's an interesting time though. I think it'll it'll be interesting to see what you guys see because the they're like I have clients right now who are on the fence. Do they need a bigger house? Do they renovate their existing house or do they move? There's for all that the news is saying, there's so much inventory, there's so much inventory, I got to tell you something, prices have not really fallen. Like maybe I think when I looked like month over month or whatever, it's really like maybe 3%, a total, maybe you're looking at 6%, even condo sales. Mm -hmm. So once things start to heat up again, when the interest rates fall, you know, do prices start climbing back up? Um, But I think that that it's that unknown of and and this family also. I said, listen, go. You know, I gave them your name. I I said, go and talk to contractors and find out what it's going to cost you before you get into it. Because, sure. and you know, we thought we were going to build a cottage and we ended up buying. And I look back on it and and I'm so thankful that I um that we just bought and that just like from a time perspective right. for me and also it's up north and you ha- I just anyone who's building up north like live up north like you have to be on top of it yep. um but you know I would also preface it by saying not every personality can build no. and not every personality can renovate no. so um you, you know not to be like dark but it it's you know it's broken up marriages. It's broken up families. You can run out of money very, very fast. Yeah. It is something to really take um, seriously when making that decision. It and, is, and working with the right people because I've heard horror stories. Yeah, it, it's your your major, you know, your number one asset, right? And you're putting your trust into somebody, and you better have done your background, your due diligence, meeting with multiple contractors, getting multiple pricing and work with somebody that, that, you know, that is reputable. Even rep, I I know a family we know, I won't mention it, but that built a beautiful home in Lytton Park Mm -hmm. and a month after moving into it had water in their basement. Like, I mean, this was like a 
beautiful $7 million home back then. And they had water in their basement. I mean, it happens all the time. And this was a reputable builder. Like there's lots of things for sure that can go wrong. For sure. You know, that builder though, if, um, if he's really good, will go back there. Oh yeah. He was there within 24 hours. He was there immediately. A hundred percent. Right. And that's the, that's also the important part. Like, you know, trades go and they do their work on the site. And they come and then they go. No mistake, for sure. Mistakes right. happen. Right. I, I had a I had a client who built a brand new house. Her first night in the home, she went to have a shower, went downstairs to turn the lights off. There was water falling from the ceiling Amazing. in her kitchen. Like called me. I went over like hysterical. Right. I, I mean, I I was sick for her. And it was because one of the trades didn't cap off when the whatever. I don't even know what I'm talking about, but like <laughs> capped off the water line in the shower. Right. It happens. Mistakes happen, but they're This costly. is like a house that like was $1,000 a square foot. To, this was no like, yeah. Yeah. you know. It's a costly mistake. Um, <laughs> now, huge. they were there in the middle of the night with everybody to fix it. Right. But. As long as that builder shows back up. Yeah, that's and the gets, important part for and, sure. Yes, mistakes happen, and as yeah. long as they're making sure it's done, right? Yeah, and it gets, it gets, it happens. And listen, I'd be lying. I'd say it hasn't happened to us. It's happened it, to everybody. It's happened to sure. everybody. But as long as that builder gets back there and fixes it properly as fast as possible, then you've got a good, a good guy. Okay, um, this is not one of the questions I gave you, so I'm now going to put you on the spot. But is there anything that you're seeing in the build perspective that like you didn't see before COVID? Like, I guess people don't necessarily, like, I guess it depends, but yeah. I mean, are you seeing a lot of like, I know before COVID more in the lower village, they were like digging down, you know, they were doing like the three floors down cause they yeah. couldn't go higher. Right. I mean, this is crazy wealth money. Don't get me wrong, but like, you know, they were doing like the tennis courts and then the swimming pool and that type of thing. Are you seeing, I heard that's kind of going away a little bit, but are you seeing like a lot more, let's say like third floors happening because like committee adjustments are being more lenient, like that yes. type of stuff? So we actually have done, I'd say about three, three builds where third floors are, are, are going up and right. it's, it's, it's allowed. Yeah. Um, there's nothing wrong as long as you've got that permit and it's all right. good because yeah, listen, now, after COVID, people are thinking, I want my house to be like more of an experience than just the house. Right. Because right. if I get if, stuck in it. Yeah. Like I want to be able to go to my third floor office and be sealed away from everybody, uh, you know, take my Zoom call or, or right, you know, whatever. Right, right. So, um, or they want uh, a theater because they might think that we're going to be here a little bit. Right. Possibly. Um, because I mean, we've learned oh from Oh, my COVID. God. Can you imagine? The internet's going to lose their mind when you, cause you said theater in their house. I'm just letting you know. <laughs> Get ready. Sorry. Get ready. The trolls are coming. <laughs> but what I will say is um, I think that uh, I've heard that, like, the city's caught up a little bit. Or are you still seeing, like, a massive backlog on permits? Because now that you can do, like the five units in your house and there, yeah. there's less, uh, st like st you don't have to get people to sign off on your street, you know, like that type um, of thing. So you kind of do, okay. um, you still do. Um, 
Um, we have a client who's going to be building in the Eglinton and uh, Avenue Road area yeah. and went and knocked on all the neighbors' doors and came to community adjustments. And there's actually renters, a lot of renters on that street. And the one, I think yeah, it was an next-door neighbor renter, yeah. and uh, they said, no, we don't, we don't want you building. What? So the renters can the rent, say that? The renters said that. So I'm not sure what state this this client's at yet. And I didn't know renters. I mean, they don't. They don't own. I mean, I'm not to say that all the renters don't come for me, but like, I really, I'm not joking. Don't come for me either. <laughs> oh, they're coming for us. Yes. <laughs> but I like from a standpoint of like, they may leave in six months. So yep. it's different. I guess someone could sell their house also. Yeah. It, it will be interesting to, to find out what happens with it. Huh. So, okay. All yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. Was that painful? No, it was no. pretty good. You, pretty good. Good. I'm Great. so glad. Thank you so much for. Uh, we'll we'll definitely have to have you back now that Sounds you know good. you found out it wasn't so bad. <laughs> Appreciate um, it. But that was really interesting. I will be very interested to hear how um, things progress next year. Yes. Yeah. 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 Me too. Thanks. Thanks, Thank Marvin, you. for letting Zev come and join us. We'll we'll have to get uh, Marvin to join us next time also. Sounds good. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Thanks.